Unified. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm Bird. That's Jake. It's Saturday. You know what that means. Jake, welcome to the mailbag. How are you today, sir? Doing well, bro. Doing well. And, uh, you know, we only got about seven more mailbags left for the rest of the year. This is six. Yeah, week eighteen, we don't do a mailbag or, or anything. So it it's uh getting down to the wires here. It's 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 so sad. Mailbag day is my favorite day. Yeah. It's my favorite day. I love helping out the people. Love being able to have our weekly chats with King Charles. Wonder where he's at this week. Only one way to find out is to find King Charles. And I can tell you, he's here. The king is here. I can already hear the church bells. <laughs> So before we find the king, before we find the rest of his loyal subjects, we do have some news and notes to get to. Uh, Of course, this is Wednesday, so we don't have much yet. But because Jake had to go to Orchard Park and go see the Bills take on the Jets. So anybody has any issue with that, blame Jake. (laughs) Sorry. And then, of course, next week, just a reminder again, I'm going to say this a thousand more times. Uh, before then, we will be recording the mailbag once again on Wednesday. Include your Thanksgiving game questions. So every game on the docket will be up for discussion. Submit those questions in, Jake. We actually have some people that have submitted questions already for the Thanksgiving mailbag. Like, that's that's psychotic. I don't know how. I mean, <laughs> it's another week. I mean, how do you – oh, sure, that's great, but – how? Right, right. How? I mean, listen, we appreciate it, of course, but like, sheesh, we haven't got, we haven't even got to this week. We haven't had a game yet. Yeah, for real. At the time of recording, and people are sending in their questions for next week. Like, oh my god. Uh, but thank you to those people, and thank you to everyone who who submits their questions. We had a ton of questions this week, uh, through the email, through the DMs. Um, really uh, great stuff, and thank you for the support, uh, as always. So some injury news, again, not a lot, but some definitely to talk about. Keenan Allen, he's considered day-to-day by Brandon Staley. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. The good news is that it's the good shoulder and not the bad shoulder that is seemingly banged up. But just keep an eye out for his practice participation. Again, I've been told that Keenan Allen should be all right for Sunday. Uh, earlier in the week, he may not practice. So just keep an eye out for that and... <clears throat> You just want to see limited, limited on Friday, and that's a positive sign for him. But we get three DNPs in a row, then that's not good. But I've been told that it looks like Keenan Allen is going to play. Uh, Gerald Everett as well, day to day with a back injury. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, he has another neck injury done for the year, and his career is most certainly in jeopardy. That is according to my man, Uncle Jerry, Jerry Jones. Uh, owner of the Dallas Cowboys absolutely sucks because Leighton Van Der Esch has been, in my opinion, and this is no bias from me, uh, he's just been one of the most underappreciated linebackers in the league for a very, very long time, just as steady as they come, Leighton Van Der Esch, and hopefully it's not the end. Um, and yeah, well, fuck Trent Williams, but that's neither here nor there. All bias intended there. Yeah, him and Sean Lee. <laughs> Yo, listen, Sean Lee. That 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 
That's a hero to me. I love Sean Lee. That's great. Now get on with the fantasy football. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pat Frymuth, he's expected to return in week 11. Jake, are you starting Pat Frymuth this week? Absolutely not. Is he a top 15 tight end for you? Uh, Don't think so. That's where I have yeah, I have my 15. RB tab. No, I have him as my RB, uh, RB, tight end 21, so not, okay. not on the starting radar. Okay. And let's see anything else here. Okay. Yeah, we, we could talk about him. I, we, it's, it's not it's not super pertinent, but we could talk about it anyway. Um, Michael Carter, he was released by the New York Jets. Jake, you're smiling ear to ear, I'm sure. This gives yeah. more opportunities for Izzy Abanacanda. It's not. It's giving me more opportunities for Dalvin Cook. Well, I was going to get to that. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably more more opportunities I, to get Dalvin Cook involved. But I think Dalvin Cook might be starting on Sunday for what it's worth. That would be unfortunate. I don't know about starting, but Dalvin Cook is going to get a lot. Dude, Dalvin Cook looked good. And like people forget about Dalvin Cook. He didn't have an offseason. He was coming back from a shoulder injury. Like, Dalvin Cook looked like he was in game shape last game. I, I want to see more Dalvin Cook uh, in, a, in a huge game that the Jets will obviously need to run the ball. I still think Brees is going to still get the same amount of touches that he's been getting. But uh, it, it's calling for more Dalvin Cook. I think Izzy is just a guy that you'll see in the later portion of the season. I think in a huge game against a divisional opponent, it's it's not the time to just cut Izzy Abanacanda loose and play. I, it'll be and, and Michael Carter was a complete loser, too. I mean, he did nothing well at all. Like <laughs> So... Uh, I've, yeah, I've also heard there that there is interest, uh, a good amount of interest in in Michael Carter from. Yeah, who cares? He's a loser. From, <laughs> from a bunch from a bunch of teams. Well, I mean, just let's just take the Minnesota Vikings for example. Minnesota yeah. Vikings claim Michael Carter. Uh, that puts a real damper on the whole Ty Chandler hype. He's not going to go. I think the Rams are going to claim Michael Carter because that other loser, Matt, not Matt Lafleur, he's a loser too. But Mike Lafleur is the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Does make a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely makes a lot of sense there. And then Deshaun Watson, his season is done. He is undergoing shoulder surgery. I mean, he's been banged up for the for the entire season. Had looked good last week, and now it's uh, now it's done. Now Deshaun Watson, his season's yeah. over. Yeah, what a what a disaster of a trade that is. Arguably, quite possibly, one of the worst trades, if not the worst trade in NFL history. Could be. It just might be. All right, so that's it. <clears throat> that's it for the uh, for the injury news. We we can uh, go to happy happier things. Uh, Thursday night, the Bengals and the Ravens. Jake, who do you got winning this game and why? I'm going to take the Bengals to win this game. Mm. A true coin flip here. Uh, I think these are two of the best teams in the AFC and the whole NFL. Uh, just something tells me that Joe Burrow rises up to the occasion, and I think all year with the Baltimore Ravens, and we even saw it on Sunday, and and you and. I have been talking about it's like yeah sure they've been winning games but they're just not necessarily passing that eye test for me I know everybody wants wants to anoint them as this huge contender in the AFC Um, give me the team that will be able to move the sticks more through the air with Joe Burrow and a guy that will make those big plays in crunch time because I think this game will be a close game and if it's a close game down the stretch I'm taking Joe Burrow before pretty much anybody in the whole NFL so give me the Bengals 27-24. I couldn't have said it much better myself. You kind of took everything I was going to say out, out of out of my mouth. Uh, gun to my head, game on the line. I don't think there's anybody else in the NFL right now that I would, I would want the ball in the hand than Joe Burrow. And in a game where, I mean, let's just face it, the, the, the Bengals 
they didn't look good last week versus versus the Texans. Well, I should take that back. They were looking they, ahead. They, they, they looked they looked fine. They looked fine, but there's another level that the Bengals haven't really gotten to consistently yet. This is my pick to win the AFC before the year the year even started. I still think that there is a lot there, and this is a tough divisional game. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'll say 28-24. Yeah, no Marlon Humphrey, it looks like, for the Ravens. This is going to be a huge Jamar Chase day. I, I, I'm feeling 10 for 150 and a touchdown. I like it. Like I like the call a lot. All right. <clears throat> Let's go to the mailbag. Let's rip it open. We have 20 questions this week. Jake oh, is smiling all, all fronts. I know exactly what he's going to do, so just want to go right to it. You know it. Number 10, he's cutting the deck. This is from Stewart. Jake, where's Stewart from? Portland, Oregon. Stewart knows what's good for him. Living in Portland, Oregon? Amazing. Shout out, Portland. We love you, Portland. Uh, Stewart, he wants us to grade the trade in full. He's giving DJ Moore and James Cook. He's getting Tyler Lockett, Rashi Rice, and Kareem Hunt. Hmm. I like the James Cook and Moore side here. I do too. Um, I I don't think he did necessarily horrific here. Um, I'm I'm gonna give this deal a C minus. Yeah, that's exactly what I had in mind. C minus. I, I I'm actually closer to giving it a D plus. Um, is Lockett an upgrade on Moore? I think it's like a lateral move. Pretty lateral, and then to Cook me- is by far better a better option than. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Rishi Rice, because I would assume that's kind of like a flex type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Now what I will say is Rishi Rice has an unbelievable end to the season. He goes on an absolute bender and he ends the season as a top 20 receiver. Let's just yeah, throw, let's pull just that out of thin air. I don't think it'll happen, but no, neither do I. But if it does, then you've you hit the jackpot, but it's 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 costing you a good amount to to, to do it and on paper it looks like you're getting uh you're getting robbed a little bit but i i see what you're trying to do i see what you're trying to do and i and i kind of like it but i'll give it a c minus <clears throat> yeah and I, I like james cook a little bit more for the rest of the season because i think that now that they got rid of ken dorsey i think the emphasis will be on running the football even though yeah. it's funny because bills fans say oh well now that joe brady's here joe brady didn't run the football in carolina with christian mccaffrey that's why he got lost his job is because he didn't want to commit to the run so I don't necessarily think that this is like some major change in philosophy or now if Sean McDermott is on the headset and says, Hey, we need to run the ball. Then that's a different story. But still um, I-, I would like cook a little bit more now that Dorsey's out. I mean, it has to get better. You would think unless he plays hot potato with the, with the football again. <laughs> right. And he decides he wants to play basketball instead of, uh, instead of football. But I mean, I can tell you what, whatever the message was that they were trying to send to James cook, I think it was received loud and clearly because he, he he that dude was bull in a shine shop after he got benched. Yeah, he did put I, the ball on the ground twice again after that. Still. Did put the ball did put the ball on the ground twice after that, but ran hard. Yeah, he ran hard. So that that in itself, there's there's positive signs, I think, for 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 James Cook, but he's just gotta keep the damn ball in his hand. Simple as that. Yeah, the ceiling's way greater than Kareem Hunt. And oh, th- I, I, I just I don't like this deal. No, no, it's a C minus. It's a C minus. I see what you're trying to do. I appreciate the effort, but it's C minus. Uh, ten gone. Number one. Number one. This is from Eric. Eric is from. He's from Warsaw, Poland. Uh, Eric. He wants us to grade the trade in half. He's giving Jalen Waddle, Dalton Schultz, and Joe Mixon. He's getting Jerome Ford, Jake Ferguson, and Keenan Allen. 
I, I like the side with Waddle, Schultz, and Joe Mixon. I like the side with Waddle, Schultz, and Mixon, but I don't think you got completely hosed. I don't think so either because you're getting a player like Keenan Allen. Um, right, and that right. that's the other part of this is that I think you're getting the best player in the deal, but I think the value is just leaning towards what you're giving up. I would give this deal a C plus. I'll give it a B minus. Yeah. I'll give it a B minus. I think you're getting the best player in the deal, and that in itself says to me it's at least a B minus if you're getting the best player in that deal, which is which is Keenan Allen. Half half he's definitely watered down a little bit, but he's still great. I mean, I had Keenan Allen in the Superflex, and he put up 37 and a half points. So you take 37 and a half points no matter what week it is. Uh, one in ten. Number two. Jake, it's been a long time. It's our good buddy, Kyle Christie. Jake, where is Kyle Christie? Oh, dude, you already know. He's from the United Kingdom. Newcastle up on time. Well, up the tune. Uh, Kyle Christie, great guy. Love him. We miss you. Uh, he needs two and a half. Jalen Warren, Brian Robinson, Devon Achan, Raheem Mostert, Saquon Barkley. Gonna have to refer to the ranks here. Me too. So, Achan is definitely one of them. I wouldn't start Achan and Mostert, even though those are the two highest ranked guys that I have here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, you, you might call who you might call me crazy here. The rankings do happen to say Barkley, but would I fault you for playing the hot hand in Brian Robinson in a great matchup against the Giants? I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but it's not Mostert. It's not Mostert here. It's no knock against Mostert, but starting both Miami running backs, is that really exciting when you have better options? No. No. I have it for what it's worth. I do have it as Barkley and a Chan. Where where did you move Jalen Warren with the news that he's now out of thin air that he's yeah. started? And maybe we could talk. We could just talk about that for a second. N- nothing really crazy, man. Like he he's my RB twenty five for the week. I mean, he started out as my RB twenty nine for the week. So like, it's a significant bump. He's still like he's a borderline top twenty five play here. Like that's kind of where he was pretty much the whole season for me. Yeah. Because look, they didn't they say Jalen Warren was going to take over the job too, like a couple weeks ago, and then like, yep. eh, like he could be the quote unquote starter, but he could get like three or four more carries than Najee Harris, right? And 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 what does what does starter imply exactly? Is is, is that more he's going to get the first carry? I think I think is what I texted you texted you yesterday. Is it that he's going to get the first carry? Or are we going to see a 70-30 split where Warren is getting more than Najee Harris? Yeah, if that's the case, then he's going to go way up in the ranks. But until I see that, how can we rank him as a top 25 play before we actually see it with our own two eyes? For an offense, that's not very good either, I might add. It's not like this is like the Chiefs or the Bills. That's exactly right. He he is at 25 for me. Najee is at 26. Um, I have it as Barkley and Achan. I would not blame you, though, if you went with Brian Robinson. I, I I would not blame you one bit. Yeah. For me, it's not Mostert. Mostert, it, Mostert, I think it's just at, we're at a point with Mostert where it's like you need a touchdown. You need a touchdown. And, uh, you know, it, now if you didn't have a Chan as an option, I would play Mostert ahead of Barkley and Warren and Robinson. But yes, n- not with the Chan already in your lineup. 
Correct. Correct. And I think I think with Miami too, they're probably gonna want to get a Chan going. Yep. I would I I would think. Now, before we move on um from Najee and from Jalen Warren, just rest of season. What do you think the ceiling is realistically for Jalen Warren? It, to the the ceiling for me is like a mid RB two. I mean, we, yeah. we can't expect RB one type of production from an offense that's one of the you know seven worst in the league. I think yeah. you would agree. So I, I do agree. Yeah, and, and look, last week Jalen Warren didn't. I don't think he caught a pass last week either. Uh, Jalen Warren last week. Let me just pull his. Let me just pull his uh numbers up. He caught two. Caught two. I mean, it's not like he's going to be catching like four to five passes consistently either in full PPR. No, he's caught. He's caught at least uh, four passes in one, two, three in four games. Yeah, that's not exactly like you know. It's 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 not groundbreaking. It's it's not earth shattering by by any means. He's only finished in the top fifteen twice. Only finished in the top twenty four times. But we just need. I, I think we need to see it. But Jalen Warren, he, he's a great hold right now. That's- and scoring too, like it, yeah. it, you know, he has more opportunities to score now, which is appealing. But the bottom of the line here is he needs to score really to bring back value for your club to start him. Obviously, this is trade deadline, you know, heating up at this this week, next week. If your deadline hasn't passed and you have Jalen Warren, is he one of the best sell highs right now, just based on hype and hype alone? Yeah, I, I think so. Like. If somebody, if you now, let me ask you: like, if you're yeah. a Jalen Warren fantasy manager, would you offer him straight up for Alexander Madison for the rest of the season? No, I think I'd rather have Warren. You'd rather have Warren than Madison? I think so. What about uh, Jerome Ford? I think I'd rather have Warren. I think I'd rather Ford, but it's close. It's really close. What about James Connor? Oh, James Connor for sure. Connor comfortably. Yeah. Okay, Connor for sure. I think I think if you can get a, a running back in the RB twenty range, like a Connor, a Brian Robinson, a Rashad White, uh, a Javante Williams, even yeah, nobody's doing that though. Right, that that that's the point. But if 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 you could get that, then then by all means, yeah, you 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 go ahead and do that. Uh, one two ten gone. <clears throat> Number twenty. Twenty. This is from Victor. Victor is from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, Victor, he's one in full. Cole Komet or Evan Ingram? It is Evan Ingram for me. It's Ingram for me, too. I like the matchup for, for Komet, but definitely a wait and see with uh, with Justin Fields coming back. But Ingram has been super safe all year long. Just needs touchdowns. I don't think it's going to happen this week for him necessarily, no. but he's, he's super, super steady. And I think this is, hopefully, this will be a get-right game for Jacksonville, who just got absolutely... Who they didn't show up last week versus the 49ers. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they didn't show up. One guy did. Christian Kirk, our guy. Great guy. <clears throat> Amazing guy. He is a company man. Uh one, two, ten, and twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen. This is from Freddie. Jake, where's Freddie from? Beverly Hills, California. We love the stars. Oh, we absolutely love the stars. Jake, who is the star that is on your mind today? We're going back to the deep cuts here. Ooh. This is as deep as a cut as I've had on this program. Oh, wow. Arguably. I think so, but you could you could be the judge of that. Wow. I'm going to go with Lindsey Shaw. Wow. Wow. Jennifer Mosley from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. And you know why? I was on, like, my Facebook for some godforsaken reason. And, like, one of, like, the reels was, like, the, the apparently they have a podcast 
of the Ned's Declassified cast. And I saw Lindsay. Yeah, no, they're doing a podcast now, apparently, where it's it was actually I dude, I was watching those reels for like a solid like 10 minutes of just like short little clips, and I was just down like they had like coconut head on there and like all the no, other they've dude they have a podcast. Has a podcast. Everybody, everybody has everybody that's why radio and like our cable boxes are just gonna go to complete nothing in a decade because we have True. streaming services and we have podcasts now. Like nobody yep. wants to listen to that shit. So anyway, um yeah, Jennifer Mosley, man, you know. Wow, that, 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 I have to say that's a ten. That's a ten out of ten. Thank you, sir. That's a ten out of ten. That's a very deep cut. I can't say I cannot say. I thought about Nancy Classified School Survival Guide in about maybe fifteen years. Yeah, and not until I saw that, I'm like, wow. But of course, you know, Emilio Estevez is just always on the mind as well because uh, always. We, we we love Emilio. We absolutely love Emilio. He is just such a great guy. Uh, the star that's on my mind. Uh, John Krasinski, a.k.a. Jim from The Office. I just finished up Jack Ryan, the last season of Jack Ryan. Really, really, really good. Loved it. So if anybody has not started Jack Ryan, highly recommended. Highly, highly, highly recommended. And, of course, The Office. If you haven't seen The Office, you're uncultured. If you don't like The Office, well, you're just a fucking idiot. Dude, I haven't seen The Office in a long time. I'm going to have to rewatch that one day. It's on uh do, do you do you have Peacock? Yeah, yeah, it's, I know it's on Peacock, but I don't know. Like, I, dude, I the last time I saw The Office is when it was canceled. Essentially, like that that's how long ago it was. It is every everything is on is on uh, is on Peacock. Peacock low key one of the better streaming services out there. Very good. I I have it. Very low key. Very very low key. Uh, Freddie he needs two in Superflex. Brock Purdy, Gino, Baker Mayfield. It's Purdy and Gino for me. Uh, let me take a look at the ranks. It's definitely Purdy, for sure. I have it as Baker. You have it as Baker. I have it by Gino by two. I have the Muffin Man. Okay. I have it Brock and the Muffin Man. Same game. And then Jake has uh, Brock and Gino. 1, 2, 10, 19, 20. Number 18. <laughs> 18. This is from Riley. Riley is from Lisbon, Portugal. Riley, he needs two and a half. Adam Thielen, Christian Kirk, George Pickens, DeAndre Hopkins. It's definitely not Pickens. No, 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 no. He's, oh my God, he's in a different stratosphere for me versus the other three. I think think Kirk. This is a tough call. This is a very tough call because I know what I want to say. I know what the the rankings say, and they're two totally different things. So – the rankings would say now my rankings are in full, not half. So, yeah, take that for what you will. I have it as Hopkins and Thielen. That's exactly how I have it. But yeah, I think that's how I would go in half. I'm not. I would play DeAndre Hopkins this week. I think this is a yes. prime time smash. DeAndre Hopkins, hundred yards and a touchdown. You know, he catches a deep ball from Will Levis. Um, against the Jacksonville defense that just got absolutely torched by Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. Who he has a history of killing. A, a history of killing, yes, exactly. Like, the, the arrows and the stars are aligning for DeAndre Hopkins this week. For sure. I like Thielen because, look, that's a game where Carolina's going to have to come back and throw. Um, there's going to be plenty of garbage time. And, you know, Adam Thielen, you can't deny it, man. I mean, he gets double-digit targets without even trying with the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, Jacksonville, I think Kirk is fine. I mean, he's just outside my top 20, so it's not like I hate him this week. But I think those are the two safer plays 
for me um, this week. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't say it much better myself. I, I think, as much as I don't want this to happen, I do think that Jacksonville this week in a matchup they should be able to exploit and pick and choose who they want the ball to go to. I think something tells me this is a concentrated effort to get Calvin Ridley back and going. So something tells me that this is going to be more of a Calvin Ridley week versus a Christian Kirk week. So with that being said, I think I would go Thielen and I would go Hopkins, even though I hope I'm wrong because I want it to be a Christian Kirk week every single week because I love him. He's a great, great, great boy. Um, but yeah, I think I would go Thielen. I think I would go Hopkins. Hopkins for sure is is locked and loaded for me. He's my wide receiver 13. Uh, Thielen is my wide receiver 10, but I want to move him down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one, two, 10, 1820. Number three. 1920. Number three. Number three. This is from Pat. Jake, where's Pat from? Pat is from Moscow, Russia, the international hub. The Kremlin. international hub. The Kremlin. Moscow. Hello. We love, love the Kremlin here on this program. Uh, Pat, he needs two in none. Gabe Davis, DK Metcalf, Hollywood, and the aforementioned Calvin Ridley. I would go Metcalf and Hollywood. I would go Metcalf and Hollywood too. I think Calvin Ridley. I think it's a little. It's a little too cute. Uh, I think for what it's worth too. I don't know if we have a Kyler Murray question here. I thought we did. Um, when we get to it, I mean, I'll, if if we have one, great. Then you know we'll talk about it then. But if we don't, um, I think this is a huge Kyler Murray week. Yeah, and and Hollywood too. I think this is yeah. going to be a yes. big week for Hollywood. I think almost by default. Yeah, almost by default. I think it's going to be a, a big Hollywood week. So Metcalf, Hollywood, write him. Uh, let me just see where I have Hollywood in uh, in the in in the ranks. He's my wide receiver twenty six, but I, I'm going to move him up. Uh, dude, I have Hollywood as my wide receiver twenty two this week. I like him a great deal. That's ex- literally Jake. That is exactly where I moved him up to. I moved him right up to uh, wide receiver twenty two, and I, I'm just I'm just swapping spots with him and Deontay Johnson. Johnson going to go to why? Actually, you know what? I'm going to move Deontay Johnson below uh, Amari Cooper. So Cooper moves up twenty six, Johnson at twenty seven, and I have Hollywood at twenty two. I like him a lot. Uh, one, two, three, 10, 18, 19, 20. Number nine. Number nine. This is from Ryan. Uh, Ryan is from, he's from Brussels, Belgium. Uh, Ryan, he wants us to grade the trade in half. He's giving George Kittle and Tony Pollard. He's getting TJ Hawkinson and Raheem Mostert. Interesting. I like the hot Hawkinson and Raheem Mostert side. How? <sighs> It's time to bite the bullet on Tony Pollard. No, I know. I know. I know. And K- dude, Kittle, dude, I, you know, it's not even crazy to want to play Raheem Mostert over Tony Pollard anymore. And of course, you're playing DJ Hawkinson over pretty much anybody that's not named Travis Kelsey at this point. Yeah, I I, I think you did get the best the best player in the deal. Oh, my I was God. just this, wondering this, between this, Pollard and Mostert rest of season. Not I much still, of a difference. I still think it's Pollard, but yeah, I I, I don't I don't think there's much there's much of a difference. I, uh, yeah, I think you got the best player in the deal is Hawkinson. Uh B minus. No, this is getting an A minus for me. I like Ooh. it a lot. Okay. Uh one, two, three, nine, ten, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Uh number seven. Seven. This is from Jackson. Jake, where's Jackson from? Jacksonville, Florida. You could have gone with Jackson, Mississippi for A plus points, but Jacksonville, Florida, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Jacksonville, Florida, where DeAndre Hopkins will have hopefully a game this weekend. On the pulse. Uh Jackson. He needs two in Superflex, Trevor Lawrence, Sam Howell, 
Josh Dobbs. I know what, <laughs> I know what the now I know what the well. First of all, you're starting Howell. That that's not even. Yeah, you're starting Howell. There, there's now, no doubt. Ah, dude, actually, I lied. I have Josh Dobbs higher in the ranks than Trevor Lawrence. I'm I have Lawrence. Go Dobbs. I have Lawrence higher than Dobbs, but I really want to say Dobbs Sunday night too. Oh man, it's Dobbs. Screw it, go Dobbs, go Dobbs. I I don't Dobbs. hate it. I did. There's one spot difference between Lawrence and Dobbs for me. Lawrence fifteen, yeah. Dobbs sixteen. Go Dobbs, go Dobbs. Man is for the culture. We love Josh Dobbs. Uh, one, two, three, seven, nine, ten, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Number four. Number four. This is from Henry. Jake, where's Henry at? Palo Alto, California. The summer retreat from Portland, Oregon. We go south to Palo Alto. Shout out Palo Alto and the beautiful people who reside there. Uh, Henry, he needs two in full. Christian Kirk, Tank Dell, Jordan Addison, Deontay Johnson. It's Dell and Kirk for me. I have it as Kirk and Dell. Kirk at 20, Dell at 21, Addison 29, Johnson 27. Does it does it change much if George, if Justin Jefferson does not play Sunday night? I would I, let me let me leave it at this with you. I would rather play Addison over Deontay Johnson, but not the other two. Even if okay. Je- Jefferson doesn't play. Okay. Uh 1 2 3 4 7 9 10 18 19 20. Gone. Number 5. Number 5. This is from Michael. Michael is from he's from Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, Michael needs one. Justin Fields or Kyler Murray? Well, there's Kyler. Now, yeah, I would go Kyler. I would go Kyler. The matchup's not bad, though, for Fields against the Lions that just gave up 38 points last week on defense. Mm-hmm. But I'm really high on Kyler this week against the Texans, so I, I would go Kyler. Where do you have Kyler in your ranks? I'm just curious. Uh, Kyler, for me, is my QB 10 this week. He's my QB eleven. I want to move him up, but I just don't know over who. Like I'm looking. I would at... move him up over like Brock. Like who do you have higher, Purdy or uh, or because that's kind of like a neighboring guy. Kyler. I have Kyler, have Kyler higher. Do you have mm-hmm. Howell over Kyler? I have Kyler higher. Do you have Jared Goff over Kyler? I have Goff's my QB eight. Yeah. Okay. And then who who would the other guy be? Maybe like I have Burrow at nine, and I have Stroud at ten. Okay. I would. Play Kyler over. I can play him over one of those two guys. I would. I would think about. I have Goff higher, but it's tough. I think ten's the absolute ceiling. I can have Kyler this week. I can't see myself adjusting that. Okay. Now Fields, on the other hand, Fields, I could definitely see being back to back. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna move Fields up a little bit. He's my at fourteen. I'll put Fields at thirteen. It's it's Kyler though. Yeah, Fields for me is my QB thirteen this week. Perfect. So I moved him to the same same spot as you. Yeah. Uh, I, I would go Kyler. I would go Kyler, though. Like I said, I, I think he has a huge week this week. So I, I can't I can't be benching him um, where it's reasonable. Like, I have Jalen Hurts in, in my guillotine team. I'm not going to be playing Kyler Murray over Jalen Hurts, but Kyler over someone like Josh Dobbs? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have Kyler anywhere, but it's okay. I have Kyler in too many spots. I think yeah. I have. I think I have it about five. It's it, it's it's kind of sickening. 
Uh, one, one to five, seven, nine, 10, 18, 19, 20, gone. Number six. Number six. This is from Chris. Jake, where's Chris from? Tacoma, Washington. Chris, he wants us to grade the trade in Dynasty. Half point PPR. He is a contender. He's giving a 2024 first, a 2026 second, Jordan Addison for a 2025 second and Tyreek Hill. If you're a contender, that's absolutely the move to make. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. I think this is a very even deal. Very even deal. If you're contending, though, that's the deal to make to go win. No doubt. No doubt. This this is a put your balls on the table and try and run shit. Yeah, I like it. it. It's, it's, it's like a, you're playing to win the league. It's not, you know. Yes. And the, if you rookie draft, rookie draft, be damned. Who gives a shit? You're trying to win, win, win this win this bitch right now. And as good as Jordan Addison is and how good I think he will be, um, it, it, he'll always be behind Justin Jefferson there. He's not going to reach Tyreek Hill status. I agree. I agree. This is a this is a B plus. Yeah, you can you can find another Jordan Addison. You're not going to find another Tyree Kill for your club probably. Anytime sure. Soon. I, I, I'm just wondering too, how on earth does a rebuilding team? Now, granted, I don't know how old your dynasty league is, so this could be an older an older dynasty league team. He could have an aging team and and whatever. But with how Tyree Kill has been this year, how in the hell could Couldn't a he team get more? be that bad? But how couldn't he get more for him is my question. That's also true. That's also right? like true. No, no other contending teams in the league had better. Tall. I mean, you know, good on you. Fair play. I'm making the deal work. But like if I saw that, I would be pretty sick to my stomach that I could could have landed Tyreek Hill. Right. I mean, you only you only get one first round pick for Tyreek Hill. Maybe he views Jordan Addison as, 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 a, as a high first or the equivalent of a high first. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's but the only I, thing. That's the only thing there. I could think of. In a twenty twenty six second, like okay, whoopee. Yeah, that's nothing. That's just like filler. Right, that's filler. Exactly. Uh, but well done, well done, Chris. Nice. Uh, one to seven, nine, ten, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Gone. Number seventeen. Seventeen. This is from Zach. Uh, Zach is from. Uh, let's go with Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, Zach, he needs two in full. Garrett Wilson, Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore, Justin Jefferson. Well, if Justin Jefferson plays, yeah. it's Jefferson and Diggs. How do you have Jefferson and Diggs on your team is the real question. That's odd. My guess maybe a trade. Maybe, maybe he traded for Jefferson. Maybe, yeah. He but, could have, um, he could have okay, traded for Jefferson if, when he got hurt. If Jefferson plays, it's Jefferson and Diggs. Um, if Jefferson doesn't play, uh, I, it's it's Garrett Wilson for me. That's exactly how I have it. I have yeah. it as Diggs and Garrett. Yeah. But obviously you have to be very excited with Justin Fields coming back. DJ Moore now has life. Yeah. Uh, one to seven, nine, 10, 17 to 20. Gone. Number eight. Number eight. This is from Andrew. Jake, where's Andrew from? Andrew is from Linden, New Jersey. Uh, Andrew, he needs one and a half. Dalton Kincaid or Jake Ferguson? It's Kincaid, it's Kincaid. for me. Kincaid for me, too. Kincaid. Uh, one to nine, 17 to 20. Gone. Number 16. 16. This is from Travis. Uh, Travis is from Reno, Nevada. Travis, he needs two and a half. Nico Collins, Cortland Sutton, Devontae Adams, Puka Nakua. 
first of all, before you say anything, Jake, if you had said to me before the start of the season, we'd be mentioning Devontae Adams and Puka Nakua in the same sentence, I would have said you are slinging crack. I, I, yeah. It's, I know we had this conversation like every single week. I I still have fucking mental what's going on here. I still have Adams comfortably ahead of Nakua in the rankings, though. Uh, let me check. And who uh, he needs two, you said? Yeah, he needs two. It's Adams and Devonta Smith pretty comfortably. Uh, was it Devonta Smith? Hold on. I now thought you I, said I, it was, I Devonta. The, I, I I said it was find, Devonta Smith. I gotta find the I gotta find the, the, the question again. Uh, it was 16. Yes, that was the one. Nico Collins, Cortland Sutton, Devonte Adams, Puka Nakua. Oh. Okay, but it's so for me, it's gonna be Adams and Nakua. I have it as Adams and Nakua too. I don't. It's not that much of a difference for me. Adams is Adams is my wide receiver sixteen. Traded Puka Nakua last night. <laughs> Good for you. He's my wide receiver nineteen. Like he's just he's just another wide receiver two now. I mean, I traded him and Chuba Hubbard for T.J. Hawkinson. That's a that's a very nice deal. That's a very I, nice deal. Sucks to get rid of Puka Nakua. He did a lot for me, but oh, for sure, is what it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I would go Adams and Nakua, but uh Nico Collins, let me just see where I have where I have uh Nico as of now. As of he's, now he's outside Nico- my top thirty. Yeah, he's right at thirty for me. Yeah. For me, he's my wide receiver thirty four this week. He's my wide receiver thirty. Dell is still is still up is still up there uh too, and then uh Noah Brown for what it's worth. I do I do think we have a Noah Brown question in there somewhere. Um I, I at least remember seeing him. Um, Noah Brown is my wide receiver 38. Yeah. But like, is it crazy for me to move Noah Brown over the likes of Zay Flowers, Jacoby Myers? I don't think it is. Mm, no. Especially if, in half. If Nico Collins doesn't play, I should say if that. It, yes. Yes. Then I <laughs> would agree with your assessment there. Yeah. If Nico Collins doesn't play, then then yes, you could definitely you can definitely make that make that move. Uh, let's see here. One to ten, sixteen to twenty. Number fifteen. Jake, do you hear the church bells? Do you see, see the, the carriages? carriages? Do you hear "God Save the King"? Do you see the Union Jack? Royalties entered the chat once again for another week. It's King Charles. Jake, you get King Charles every fucking week. <laughs> I got a where, good one for you. But at least you know the location, so it makes it a lot easier. Uh, where is King Charles this week? This man has been on a global tour. He's, he, been, he's, been, to, he's been to the Netherlands. He's been to Japan. He's been to Belize. He's been to Palo Alto. He's been to Portland. He's been to and, Moscow. He's been and to Switzerland. Kremlin. He's been to Switzerland. Where is he and, this week? And Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween. Of course, I mean. for Halloween. He has to take part in the Halloween festivities. So King Charles this week, you ready for this one? Mm. He is in Austria-Hungary. Wow. Wow. King Charles is just, he's time traveling. He He's just going all over the place. Wow. Look at King Charles. Man of the hour. Cometh the hour, cometh the man. Enjoy Austria. To King Charles. King Charles has a loaded question for us this week. And I mean a loaded question. 
King Charles asks, very simply, but it's a lot to go through. He asks, who are the best buy lows and sell high candidates by position in Dynasty right now? Thank you. Yeah, that, that's a lot. It's, it's so much, but we're going to try it because the king asked us. Anybody else? Anybody else? Eh, I don't know. But for the king, for the king, we make exceptions. Uh, so let's just go right into the quarterback position. The best buy low for the quarterbacks right now. I mean, the best buy low probably, and it also depends on whether or not you want to contend or whether you're tanking or whatever. But I mean, a good a good buy low could probably be probably for me Bryce Young, because I mean, man, he's been absolutely terrible. But I just think he's gonna get. Uh, you hope he's gonna get. He's gonna get better. For me, it's Anthony Richardson. Oh yeah, it's a great. One. That that's a great one. Uh, and then a sell high. I'm going to say Sam Howell. Yeah, Howell's a good one. Um, for me, I would probably say might sound a little controversial. I mean, I'm no. I know you're going to get on me for it. I think Dak Prescott. I don't blame you. I'm not going to get on you for that. I think it's a very. I think, gonna, I think we we're going to say Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. No. I would have gotten you on. No, but I think Dak Prescott. I mean, dude, he's playing some some of the best ball of his career. I mean, he's thirty. Yeah. He's going to be thirty-one. You could probably. And this was a guy that I don't want to say had next to no value a few weeks ago, but you know, there was a point where we were really questioning Dak in fantasy lineups for not sure. too long ago. So if you can get something for that, and Dak's probably not your starter in Dynasty, you would you would think you would yeah. have another option with Dak. Um, you can get a little something something for that guy. Oh, for sure, yeah, definitely. Uh, running backs, the best buy low right now at the at the running back position. I mean, is there ever such thing as a buy low at the running back no. position? But I guess I guess if you want to buy low, uh, I'll I'll say I'll say Aaron Jones. It's a little older though. It's the yeah. Only thing. If you look at a contend, if you look at a contend, and it's it's for this year, it's it, it's it's Aaron Jones. It's all very subjective. I know. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm going to go with somebody that's like pretty super, super low. Sure. Um, I'm going to go. Ke- I'm going to go Keaton Mitchell. I feel like that guy's got something. I feel like he's not going to cost you a ton. Why not? See, I was actually going to go with the complete opposite. I was going to say Keaton Mitchell could be a sell high. Could be, but I, I don't know. It's just like I feel like we haven't seen it yet, and it's like your opportunity to buy pretty low could pass. Yeah. Well, I, I do have a better sell high, but Keaton Mitchell was uh, was one of the ones that I was considering. And a sell high for me, I think he's probably the best sell high out there. There's a lot. And he's he's based on hype and nothing else. Ty J Spears. That's a good one. I'm going to go with Rashad White. It's a great one. I mean, you, you one. did it yourself. I did. I did. And listen, since I traded him, he scored three touchdowns in two games. He would have hurt your tank. He would have hurt my tank significantly. So you know what? Thank you so much, Rashad White. You gave you got me a first round pick. Pleasure, pleasure doing business. Uh, wide receivers, uh, good buy low right now. I, I'm gonna I'm still gonna ride the train. I I don't think that it's completely done. Uh, Mike Williams for me. Okay, I'm gonna go with Jackson Smith and Jigba. Nice, nice, very nice one. Very very nice one. He's performed really really well the last the last couple of weeks. Ever since I put him as start of the week, mind you. Very true. He he's he appeared on start of the week and he was like, Oh wow. Oh wow, I need to get going here. So JSN, thank you, sir. Oh H I O. Uh and sell high. 
I, I kind of think Debo. Like you love Debo as a sell I I just love I love hating Debo because I just don't get the whole concept of Debo. I, I look, it's been pretty good for me. Yeah, I traded no, for him that one week. He has, he has, but I think he's a great sell high because you get a lot for him because his name is Debo Samuel. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tyler Lockett. Nice. That's a, that's a good one. That's def- that's definitely a good one. And then at the tight end position, uh, a buy low. <sighs> hmm. There are a few. You know what? Nah, I, I, I'll go with Michael Mayer. I'll be sensible. I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. It's nice. I don't blame you. Maybe he can just escape Arthur Smith somehow, some way, and live up to – I mean, he'll cost you pretty much nothing right now. So there was a tweet that Fantasy Pros put out last night of who are players that you are not going to be drafting next year for your fantasy teams. And, of course, I replied with a – because I'm a company man. I, I you know, got the engagement numbers up for, for Fantasy Pros. They should give me a raise. Uh, underneath in their comment section, I just put a gif of Arthur Smith. And yeah. it has over 5,000 views and like over something like 200 likes. So I'm right there thanks. with you. Thanks to all those beautiful people. Uh, and then a sell high at the t- at the tight end position. Uh, I'll go with Trey McBride. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go with Evan Ingram. Nice. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Uh, King Charles, thank you for successfully killing 10 minutes of this program. God, God save the king. Uh, 11 to 14. Uh, number 11. 11. This is from Lucas. Lucas is from Baku, Azerbaijan. Uh, Lucas needs two and a half. David Montgomery, Kyron Williams, Ty Chandler, and James Connor. If Kyron Williams plays, it's Montgomery and Kyron Williams for me. Agreed. And if Kyron, if Kyron doesn't play, it's Montgomery and, and Connor. Yes. Uh, 12, 13, 14. 12. 12. This is from Peter. Jake, where's Peter from? Um, St. Petersburg, Florida. On the pulse. Uh, Peter, he needs a flex in full. A.J. Dillon, Chuba Hubbard, Brandon Cooks, Noah Brown. It's not a stink. Yeah, it's incredibly stinky. I would go Brandon Cooks, though. If if there's no Nico Collins, I would go hot hand Noah Brown. If there is Nico Collins, I would go Brandon Cooks. Okay, that's fair. Uh, 13, 14, 14, 14. This is from Jonathan. Jonathan is from Milan, Italy. Uh, Jonathan, he wants us to grade the trade in half point PPR in dynasty. He is a rebuilding team. He's giving Jalen Waddle and Rashad white. He's getting Jackson Smith and Jigba, Ty J Spears, a 2024 one and a 2025 three. I don't love giving up Waddle. I get it. You're a rebuilding team, but Waddle is still really young and to me, still the best player in this deal. Um, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm going to just give it a C. I would say this. If this is your way, because I've been seeing this in a ton of dynasty For the points four thing? Okay, then that's fair. Yes. If you are trying to tank and get Marvin Harrison, I think Marvin Harrison is probably – he's entering the fray as a no-doubt top three wide receiver in Dynasty the second that he's drafted. So immediately, Marvin Harrison will, would be an upgrade over Jalen Waddle if you're trying to tank, which you are. You're a rebuilding team. 
You're getting Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's nice. Tajay Spears, sure. I would probably try and flip Tajay Spears for something else and try and get another asset out of that just based on hype. But what I was going to say was I've seen this in a lot of dynasty leagues this year in particular, that there are probably five or six teams in every league that are trying to get their way into the Marvin Harrison, Caleb Williams sweepstakes to try and get their hands on one of them and trying to tank by any, by any means necessary. And we just, we're getting to a point now where if you've got six teams that are trying to tank, you'll have one team that just somehow sneaks into the playoffs, even though they don't want to. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if it's a bad thing or if it's a good thing, but it's like people, I've never seen people willingly tank more than they're tanking this year. I think that's a fair assessment because it's just, you know, that crazy. A lot of people say, though, that next year's draft class is probably the the one. Yeah, we talked, about on. the, we talked about this last week. I, I've yeah. been told, I was told by, I was told by one, one of my friends last week, and I was told by a couple more people this week that 2025, when I started asking around, 2025 could be as good, if not better, than 2024. Yeah, not a bad idea to, you know, hit the tanks next year. For sure, for sure. And get as many 2025 assets as you possibly can. Because I could tell, I, I mean, I could tell you right now, 2024 assets, they are hot. But not many people know about 2025 yet. That could be your play to try and get your 2025 assets. Wait a year. And if you are stockpiled, in 2025 ones and 2025 twos, like in my, in my dynasty league, the one dynasty league where I'm tanking, I have three 2025 ones already and two 2025 twos. That's perfect. Like I am so happy with that yeah. on top of three 2024 ones and two 2024 twos. Mm-hmm. Like we are stockpiled to the brim with, with nice juicy assets to have this team be a juggernaut. In, in, in a couple of years, but it all comes down to can the manager draft right? And that's on me. Uh, the number 13, this is from, I didn't give it a trade for Jonathan. Uh, I'll say this is a C. It's a C. It's fine. Uh, and then uh, 13, this is from Jeff. Jake, where's Jeff from? Uh, Jeff is from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Jeff, he needs one Sam Howell or Kyler Murray. It is Kyler for me. It's Kyler for me. Even though I love both, yep. I love both this week. Okay, that is it for the mailbag. Thank you so much for everyone who submitted your questions, but we are not done. It is start of the week time. My favorite part of the program where we get to feel absolutely terrible at ourselves or feel really great about ourselves. This week, it's a happy face week. We did good last week, Jake. So, would you like to know our starts of the week? Of course you do. I started, or I had a start of the week. Kyler Murray. That was good. Jake, you had, um, uh, who's that? Oh, yeah. Jared Goff. That was boy bueno. I had David Montgomery. That was very good. Jake, you had Kenneth Walker. Very good. I had Christian Kirk. That was excellent. Jake, you had Debo Samuel scored. So that was good. I had Jawan Johnson, the bouncer. Sad face, frowny face. <laughs> Jawan Johnson to the principal's office. And Jake, you had Asap Ferg, Jake Ferguson. Great guy. Love him. Did score. 
uh, and then our deep sleepers were were we don't need to talk about them. Brandon Powell, Rashid Shahid. We should have uh, retired it after the week before. Well, honestly, we we definitely should have. Juan Dale and, and Demario Douglas may not get any much better, much better than that. But you know how, how we do it. We got to do it again because we're not getting 100%. So let's just go right into start of the week, shall we? Uh, I'm going to go into the well again. I'm going to go with Kyler. You took mine. So sorry. You know what? I'm going to do this for the sake of being different. I'm going to go with Josh Dobbs on Sunday Night Football. Oh, boy. Oh, Boy. I'm going bold. I was four for four last week, so I'm going bold now to really challenge myself. I'm going like Josh it. Dobbs on Sunday night football. I like it. I like it. And then your running back start of the week, sir. So there were some good options this week. There are. So, you know what? I don't want to stick with the same game. I'm going to go with David Montgomery in a revenge game against the Chicago Bears. Nice. Nice. I like it. Uh, I am going to go with the same game as you. I'm going to go with Ty Chandler. Cool. I was thinking about it. Or him or Javante. And for the receivers, uh, there are a lot of really good receivers that I want that I want to say. DeAndre Hopkins was, what, was one that I considered. Um, Christian Kirk was one that I considered because, you know, I just love Christian Kirk. He's, a, he's just an unbelievable guy. But I'm going to cheat a little bit. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna. I was gonna say Justin Jefferson, but guess what? If Justin Jefferson comes back. He's gonna be a top five play, so that's definitely 100 cheating. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm gonna go for a guy who has his quarterback coming back. I'm gonna say DJ Moore against the Detroit Lions. You did it again, Mister Wurzel. I liked him a lot this week. I'm gonna do something that I've never done in the history of this program. I'm gonna go with Hollywood for start of the week. <laughs> It tastes pretty shitty, but yeah, Hollywood. Wow, wish that that you, that you just heard, ladies and gentlemen. That is what real stinkiness sounds like. Well, Kyle, listen, I I like it. I like it a lot. I can't hate it because guess what? I had to start Hollywood in a place this week, and it's weird because I feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, you feel really comfortable doing it. As crazy and psychotic as that sounds, I feel comfortable doing it. Psychotic. He is almost, with the matchup this week, it's almost set and forget. That's like, that's how much I love the Cardinals this week. But you know what's going to end up happening? They're going to post a dud because, of course, because we're backing them. That's what happens. How heavily we are backing a 2-8 and team. Uh, And then your tight end start of the week, Jake, what do you got? So I'm not going to go with who I think you're going to go with this week. Okay. <laughs> um, You know what? I'm going to go with Logan Thomas. The Giants allowed a touchdown last week to a tight end. Screw it. Logan Thomas for vibes. Who do you think I was going to go with? You know who. My good buddy? Kate Otten? Yep. Kate I want Otten. to. I really want to. But I'm not going to. I'm gonna go. You got to do it at least once this year. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm gonna find a place to do it. Don't. Don't. Don't you worry. Uh, I'm gonna go with Luke Musgrave against the Chargers. Nice. And then our deep sleepers of the week. Jake, you don't have. You don't have any of your Jets yet. You're going to see them at Orchard yeah. Park. You want to have something in your mind to make you think, "Oh my God, I'm seeing someone that I mentioned on the mailbag." I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook. There it I is. Strong, I have a strong feeling that Dalvin Cook is going to score a touchdown this game. There it is. Dalvin Cook. 
Uh, and the deep sleeper of the week for me, it feels so stinky because we just have so much Arizona here. But I'm going to go with Michael Wilson. Not a bad one. Michael Wilson, the deep sleeper of the week for. We, we are sticking our necks out for the Arizona we Cardinals. We really are. This has the opportunity <laughs> to, to blow be up. Absolutely horrible. Yes. It, this doesn't, it, this I'm doesn't almost expecting out. that at this point. Yes. Oh, just about. Just about. Uh, so, starts of the week and deep sleepers of the week. Uh, I've gone with Kyler, uh, Ty Chandler, DJ Moore, Luke Musgrave, and Michael Wilson. Jake has gone with Josh Dobbs, David Montgomery, Hollywood, Logan Thomas, and Dalvin Cook. That's it for the week 11 mailbag. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Week 11, it's done. Next week, week number 12, Thanksgiving week. Reminder once again. We'll have week 11 review Sunday. We will have, actually, no, week 11 review will be Monday morning because Adam will be back on the East Coast. So that will just be chef's kiss. Love it. Monday morning, week 11 review. That'll be in your inboxes. Tuesday, week 12 preview. That will be another combined show. That'll be with Adam and I. And then on Wednesday, Jake and I, for the week 12 mailbag. Once again, include your week 12 Thursday questions. Include the Thanksgiving games in the mailbag. And we will be more than happy to answer them. And you'll be hearing that mailbag on Wednesday of next week. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. This has been the week 11 mailbag. Good luck in week number 11. And we will see you Monday morning for the week 11 review. And we will see you right back here in the mailbag next week. Until then, take care of each other. Godspeed. Bye-bye.